0: The Perth Football Podcast is proudly brought to you by Macron Store Perth, an industry leader in quality teamwear specialising in grassroots, semi-pro and professional team attire. Visit the Macron Sports Hub Perth Facebook page for more. Thank you to Macron for helping us keep the pod running and for their continuous involvement in community sport. Working all night, traffic on the way home, My uncle's calling me like we're at in lieu of NPL this weekend. Their Perth Football Podcast is going to be talking a bit of Australia Cup action before we dive deep into the uh, statistical chances of every team in the Premier League finishing where and whereabouts. It's the Perth Football Podcast. And we are here once again in the booth with a very special guest to my right, producer of the podcast, Kalichio Sunwa, over uh, across from me. Uh, Welcome again. Hello. Uh, The GM of the podcast, we've shortened the nickname uh, Josh Chai,
1: but welcome back. Welcome back. Sure, and I heard that was uh, straight from the top of the dome as you rocked, 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 rocked the microphone. <laughs> well, the the right? intro,
0: do you mean? Yeah, no, look, it's all, uh, I just uh, free ball it, ad lib it, just go wherever the wind blows me. Uh, as I've talked about plenty of times with our predictions, which are uh, incredibly horrendous this season.
1: Absolutely, um, freestyle, um, like might Funk be, Funk MC. Might
0: be jumping off the uh, Arsenal prediction that I've been riding with for the last few weeks, and that's a perfect segue to introduce our very special guest. Arsenal fan, uh, Michael Hoy. Michael, thank you for joining us. It's been a long time uh, since I've seen you.
2: It has been a long time. Was it uh, the FIFA tournaments last it, time? It I was. Think, back.
0: So, Kalichi was telling me, uh, we get Michael Hoy, he does some of our graphic design. He does very good graphic design, by the way. If anyone out there needs a graphic designer at a reasonable price, uh, plus 10%, uh, this is your man. Uh, but... I said, Kalichi, I know this guy. We go way back to back when I was running Galazzo FIFA tournaments in pubs, those ones that James Bosdett would come down and ruin by winning every single week. Uh, but, yeah, Michael, you turned up and uh, you won a few games. I
2: won a few. No, no titles because James was usually winning them. So. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you still play at all? Still get the, the
0: pad out every now and
2: again? To be honest, I haven't bought a FIFA for the last four or five, five or six years maybe. Yeah, so yeah. I, I preferred Pro Evolution, but they, uh, they basically cut it off, so...
0: Yeah, well, isn't there something with EA now and uh, the FIFA brand? What's going on? I think it's the last FIFA Yeah, it was a fight
1: about the licensing, I think. So there's going to be like an EA Sports FC and then there's going to be... Money, 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 money. We'll create our own game and it'll be better. (laughs) And it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, good old FIFA. Let's not talk about them. Uh, Let's jump into an opening question, which I didn't give you guys a lot of time to think about. But Josh, you're always really good with these sort of things. Opening question this week is... If there's one rule you could change in football, what would it
1: be? I've always hated this rule, and it's the one where any time you take your shirt off after celebrating a goal, it's an automatic yellow card. Yeah. You I just think want it to just see goes... some Mo
0: Salah abs, don't you?
1: Well, I just think it goes completely against the the spirit of the game. You know, you've scored a winner, uh, you've won 2-1 in the 93rd minute of the game, spirits are riding high the fans are going crazy and and it's just part of the atmosphere of the thing i think that should be allowed i don't know they they wanted to stop like political messaging or it was it comes under something like excessive celebration i think you you've got to have a good long hard think about that and and decide whether that's actually excessive celebration or if it's just something that that we've decided arbitrarily is something that we don't want in the game which, which i don't think weird, a single person agrees with yeah
0: i i i, I don't like I, I thought it was like classified under like time wasting or something because then you have to you know go through the process of getting your shirt back on before the game can kick off I, I, I yeah, don't well, understand it. Now, I don't know why the yeah, rules are we've there.
1: now got four and a half minute breaks for VAR decisions where they're trying to work out whether someone's toenails offside so yeah. I don't think they care that much about that, wasting time
0: that might be another rule that could be looked at but Michael what have you got for us?
2: I think they should just stop the clock every time it goes out oh, for uh, yes, a throw in or something and then that's it then and have, it have it a tonight. 60 minute
0: game Well, because I think there's less, I think like most, most uh, like time wasting teams, I think Newcastle this season, they've got the ball is in only in play for something between 51, 52 minutes in a game.
1: What what about companies who have designed specific watches so that referees can count up the... Well, the, I, has, the injury time.
0: Well, those watches can still stop and start, right? They're not. We're, we're not going back to just like the, uh, the 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 big hand and the small hand. Yeah, you you're still, putting
1: people out of work here.
3: Well, no, I, I don't know that we are, but we've been luddites about this.
0: <laughs> I, I, I think that's a great shout. I think there's a, a, a few huge problems in football that can be very easily solved by governing bodies, and they just don't want to do it. That's it. T- time wasting is. It's an art in football at the moment and is one of the most disgusting arts uh you would never go to a to a gallery to go and see a uh a catalog of time wasting you it's the fact
3: Mate, that they speak for yourself <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, i okay. would love to go to a gallery and be like guys look at here <laughs> the, the greatest this, moments of time this, wasting. this is how Neville south hall made 10 minutes disappear
0: I, I think there's nothing wrong with making time disappear when the ball's in play. That's all part of the game. But to, but to just extend the time and take five or ten seconds out of every throw-in or every goal kick or every free kick is, is not, shouldn't be a part of football.
2: I, I kind of like the time-wasting shenanigans. If, if there's, if there's a, an opportunity to, you know, be a master of the dark arts type of thing, I think you should try and do it. But I'd also just think a referee, just just, just stop it. And then when the ball comes back in, Played again. Like, I don't think yeah. it's that hard to do.
0: But then, but then there's no difference. There's no difference between just like having a game clock, just like in the NBA or in any American sports where it stops. I don't guess the only
2: thing is that they they add like a rough estimate of of time on, and that's the only thing I guess it should, maybe it should be like 20 minutes instead but, but, of eight minutes. But you know? also just
0: having a referee that can de- depend on like decide whether it feels right to stop the game or whether they feel like an extra 30 it, seconds it, is warranted.
1: It's funny that you talk about the dark arts. Cause I was reading a story during the world cup about some Algerian player who's like a national hero. Like he never got on the pitch in a world cup game, but it's like the 94th minute and he's taken the ball and like smashed
3: it into the stands while he's warming up as a substitute who's never going to come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, if we do get rid of this, right, what you're going to end up missing out on is that little bit of like schadenfreude and where you do score and then you get to like mock the person who was wasting time. So you think about Allison who just dives on the ground oh, that, on that Pickford moment. <laughs> yeah. Or you think about like the, the goalkeepers who do all these sorts of antics and then the person who you've now scored. Now you're starting to waste time like that kind of stuff. Absolutely
0: love. Yeah, I think football can do without it, but the, although I do agree, I think another one was uh, just down the Liverpool theme was uh, Fabio Carvalho against uh, Newcastle, where he's uh, scored this goal in the 98th minute, and he's run over to celebrate, and then as he's rolling on the ground, he's, he's rolled back over, and then he's like gone down with cramp, and He's had because <laughs> all the Newcastle players are going down with a cramp all game, it was fantastic, but... I don't know. I don't think it's good for the game. I, I completely agree. Uh, Kalichi, you've
3: got one for us? I think I might be stealing your one here, and it is that the referee can uh, – the rule that I would add is that the referee can stop the game to check to see if you were right. So that is – if you're going – it's our throw. It's our throw. If goes, are you sure? Are you sure? Great. I'm going to check, and if you're right, then it's your throw. But if you're wrong, free kick, yellow card for lying to me.
0: I, yeah, I don't mind. That, that's that's not a bad one. That's sort of one that I uh, I thought it's a pretty simple explanation, like a, city, a pretty simple solution to players that would just appeal for everything. And so they're appealing for throws, they're appealing for goal kicks, they're appealing. And, and if someone, if a player comes up and appeals to a referee that it should be their throw in, you've got to be bloody certain because otherwise you're saying, all right, let's stop the cop we'll, we'll check. No, it wasn't. Yellow card. Like, don't lie to me. Basically, it's a very, very simple. I, I, I think it would be effective. My uh, rule change is sort of on a similar kind of vein, just to try and cut out a bit of the cheating and uh, diving and rolling around that's plagued this game. And uh, it it come up? I sent you a video, Kalichi, of a an incident in the NHL playoff. I wasn't even in the NHL playoffs. It was just an example of a rule that they have. That's ice hockey. In for us, the, for those that don't the there you go. Um, we'll talk about all sorts of sports in the uh, in the rest of this podcast. Yeah, we
1: in a equestrian podcast at one point.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, we touch all bases, but uh, that's baseball, by the way. Um, but <laughs> uh, if the, the, so, in this in this situation, the, the NHL has a rule called embellishment. So where you can be fouls, there's all sorts of different fouls in, um, uh, in hockey, uh, including just punching each other in the head, which they just call fighting. You both just take a five-minute break and then come back on. It's fantastic. Um, but uh, they also have an embellishment rule. So if you get tripped or cross-checked or hooked or whatever the, the penalty will be, if you embellish the contact, so if you make it look more obvious than it was, they have all these things that they look for. So they look at players continuing to drive their, their legs forward, looking like they're trying to skate through a challenge um if they stop doing that and say sort of throw their arm up or their head back they're going to go off for two minutes as well so they will give you a tripping penalty and they will give the player that embellished a penalty as well so you then lose the the, the benefit that you gain in ice hockey is that the player goes off the pitch for two minutes and you have a five on four advantage uh, just for that short period of time it's called a power play um, and that kills your power play because the guy that embellished then makes it a four on four instead mm. of a five on four so i love that i think it would probably take about 15 years to implement and get players to actually stop diving because i think it's so ingrained but it would it makes the game so much better for Uh, for the spectacle because players aren't diving around, rolling around. It makes it so much better for safety because how many times do you see a game get stopped in the Premier League because a player's got a head injury and everyone knows he doesn't have a head injury. He's just like, it's, you know, he got a finger in the face and he's decided to go down and roll around. If you're watching, I'm telling you, if you go the Stanley Cup playoffs are on right now, the uh, opening rounds, if you go and watch a game of hockey and a player goes down, he's holding his head, they stop the game immediately and they know they have to stop the game immediately because he's hurt. Yeah. There is no such thing in football. There is it is one of the softest sports mm. in terms of players acting like they've been fit. The NBA has flopping, the uh the AFL has staging, like you you can't just like flop to the ground because someone's you know got a hand in your back and try and win a free kick. You'll get fined, you'll eventually get suspended. And I just football just needs
1: something. They have Diving at the moment, which is I, I can't I can't remember if they did it in the Premier League. I, I know several years ago, I don't think they do it anymore. But in the A League, they used to go back and give like suspensions after the fact for players who didn't get uh, carded for simulation during the game. Like they would go back and review the incident and give them like a two week ban. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'm all for that.
0: But uh, but even but these are si- these situations. So so like in the, in the hockey, are where it is a foul. And you can still get the free kick, but then you could still be booked because it's like, don't throw your head back like that. Don't hold your Get up off well, the ground. You, car, were, you were
1: talking about that last week with the uh, Paketa. Paketa had where, one where uh, you against go, Arsenal. Yeah. You go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one hundred percent a penalty, but also he's uh, he's done yeah. everything he can to pretend that the contact was ten times worse than and it was. Sometimes
2: you can't blame him though because the refs they don't. That's give the it only unless, way you win. You... You flop but, and you dive. Yeah, you but if, but so if the
0: whole game, if that's taken out of the game and players aren't flopping and diving, it's, it's so much of an easy game to referee as well. For sure. Because, you know, if a player gets taken down, it's, uh, yeah, I, it's, it's the worst thing about our game and it's, it's an absolute blight. It's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment to watch football sometimes with people that aren't football fans. <laughs> it is really embarrassing it, because like, why is he rolling around on the ground? Oh, he's trying to get this guy sent off. Well, well
1: we're now- I have even seen it at at junior games you know like kids that you, they just you can, emulate what they say right Yeah but you can tell which kids just play football and which kids are big football fans and watch football Yeah, because the ones that watch football are the ones that do and they get most of the they get more free kicks than the other ones Yeah but but it's also it's just very easy to see when someone is not necessarily
0: diving but and this is why I like the embellishment thing it's like it's not a dive it can be a foul but if you make it look but if your first instinct is to try and make this look as bad as possible so you win a foul then you're getting a card as well, and you 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 know Bruno Fernandez isn't lasting a full ninety minutes in in the next ten years if he's playing a game. You know, it's it, I think it would just be better for the game. Get all the get all the wimps out. Anyway, let's move on. That was a that was a great opening question. Well done, uh, uh, chaps. Let's, they came up with that one. Let's move on. Oh well, look, <laughs> I did myself. Uh, but let's go on to the Australia Cup action. There was. I wouldn't say a whole lot of... Cu- our, our, our Australia Cup did not runneth over with cup sets, um, but you got down to potentially a mild, to what we'll call a mild cup set, which was Gwellup-Armadale. And uh, Gwellup getting up over uh, the boys at the down at the Army, four goals to two, a um, couple of very late goals uh, in uh, extra time, 2-2 at full time, a couple of penalties uh, in the second half for Gwellup. Crazy action all over the place. What was your uh, summation of that? I thought you got the thing. You got the second half.
2: Yeah, I went for a dip at the beach, and I, you know, I saw oh, Armadale was playing. So uh, at up, so I went down and dropped in, and um, yeah, the the second half it looked like up were the MPL side, um, from what I saw. Um, they played football. Armadale were just kind of flicking it on and going long and trying to, and Chris Jackson trying to get on the end of it. Um, but yeah, it was all great up the The number 14, the the right winger, I think it was John, John Lahaye. He was quality. He had a, a blinder of a game. Um, he was causing a lot of trouble to their, to the Armadale left back. Um, and another young midfielder, um, I can't remember his name, uh, Charlie or something. Um, I can't, was I suppose. Charles I, Breen? No, no, no. It was, it was another young, I can't pronounce his name, but it, it, yeah, anyway, but well, he, he
0: we're was, all about getting the pronunciations right. Yeah. Here. So, but, um, Char- yeah, if, we will go to we will go to Charlie Breen because it was. If you was, can't pronounce it, don't say it. Is it that was what you're the saying? that's right, Josh, uh, J- Kaya, Josh, uh, <laughs> Charlie Breen was the uh, story of uh, the afternoon. He oh. came on and scored four goals, two of them from the penalties, but so they don't really count. But then scored two more <laughs> in extra time. So, so that's, that's
2: the thing. Like they they made the sub and he came on and literally his first kick was a penalty. And then um, the oh, that takes some stones, though, doesn't it? Yeah, like, to come on, and your first touch of the ball is to pick the ball up
0: to put it down on the penalty spot, and,
2: and and that was a handball, which I couldn't see from where I was, but um, I was told like it was def- definite handball, and then the other one was just. A bad tackle, and he got the second one, and then, yeah, from there, they just really overpowered him, especially in extra time. Would you say so. that
3: 2 0 was a dangerous scoreline for Armadale?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I could say 2
0: 0 down, 4 2 up, uh, you up, etc., etc. Um, yeah, it's, it's a big result for them, and and yeah, not a good one for Armadale. I don't know it's where. Positive
3: news for them as well, considering all that's been happening. So to be to be on the news, to be getting attention for for the results is superb for them. I don't think they're on the news for this one, but um, yeah,
0: they <laughs> are the We are the news. They're on the Podcast. <laughs> we are the news. Yeah, uh, look, we also had uh, down at Chichester Park a uh, Perth Red Star so close to being cup set, so close, four uh, three winners over Kingsley West side and. Was that the uh, game that, that you two gentlemen were at?
1: Yeah, we were both down there. I, I used to play it at Kingsley and one of the big things I about this is the that game. Time you've mentioned it. <laughs> I, I I won't stop mentioning it because uh <laughs> Carry on. Yeah. At least you just throwing you off with the
0: yeah, shenanigans this, in the corner, this, this don't guy, worry. Yeah. This guy.
1: <laughs> back to your times at Kingsley, yeah. My times at Kingsley. Well, so they've just opened up the new facility down at Chichester Park. It used to be uh pretty um pretty pretty ordinary back mm-hmm. in the day, but the the new facility they've got down there is fantastic and it was an awesome game of football to watch I mean I think it was about twenty five minutes red star had to sit out with uh, had to sit it out with uh, with uh, you know the four three lead they're up four one at halftime as well so Kingsley really came home strong and that's the man really whose name I found out how to pronounce correctly on the weekend Chokdow Chokdow yeah, opening the door there uh, yeah so so he's you've got to see his third goal I think they've got it up on their Instagram page at like as an Instagram reel or a TikTok or whatever, and that third goal is uh, is awesome. He he basically takes one touch inside the defender and hooks it over the goalkeeper from twenty five odd yards out. It's pretty sensational. Yeah. Well, kalichi was just showing me the first one, so you were telling
0: me about the third one, and he teed up the first one for me. So, look, producer kalichi <laughs> um, you've you've got a
3: bit of work to do. We're um. I think the idea behind that was for Josh to keep riffing, telling us about the good times that he's had, and you to just keep watching because you'd see he scored a hat trick as well, Sean. Uh, well, I knew he'd scored a hat trick because you've already shown me that. But um, look, look, wait—we've yeah, got the third one teed up uh, for you now. Okay, well, let's so we have a live look. reaction.
0: Let's let's, let's have here. a look. So there it comes, shot Nice little turn. Oh, oh, hello. Oh, hello, 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 <laughs> hello <laughs> sailor. Oh, reaction. How <laughs> is that? A that is little flick flack, is it? There he's done him with. Oh, the
3: that be- is the best part as we interview him. And we're like, so what were you thinking there? And he just said, I just thought that I'd, you know, I got the ball. I thought I'd just drop the shoulder and put it in the top quarter. Oh, that's it. <laughs> and then
0: that's that's the old adage, right? Just put it in the back of the net and then talk about your options afterwards. That is what Chuck Dau did there. That is absolutely splendid. Uh, any other notable results around the league? I know Coburn... Uh, got one up on their old uh, southern rivals, Rockingham City, uh, winning two goals away down there. It's still safe, out are they? Is it still safe, red?
1: Yeah, naughty boy there. Or oh, was there? Uh, Ivan Ivan Skorich. Okay. I was told. Okay. Uh, off the ball incident. They played about 45 minutes uh, oh, no. with uh, with 10 men. Yeah. Auburn, but still got the job done. Friday's eco was on the uh, scorecard again as uh he informed me yesterday so he's having a great time up top he's uh converted from uh left back dealing with Kalichi's terrible challenges to uh, <laughs> a striker who's banging him in for fun you can't go a perth football podcast without talking about Kalichi's tackle on
0: Friday Zeko have you seen that tackle i haven't is Okay, it, what, pause, is pause of it, it pause it okay so we've uh, we've come back and here is uh the the tackle michael's about to see <laughs> That was a good tackle. Now now that you know it's coming, watch it one more time.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what card would you be giving for that Michael Hoy
0: uh, he wants to say orange because Kalichi's in the booth with him and now now he knows the kind if of violence if I, of I was the coach, I'd be applauding
1: it. that That's quality Any, anything other than red is an incorrect answer yeah, so,
3: <laughs> I love that his first reaction was oh that's a good tackle then he saw it again I was like, oh good god yeah, no. because,
0: because it's the clip that you've got it just shows that like it's, it's a split second in so you're not ready for it and so then when you're okay I know where he's coming from and you see the way this so that m- missile comes in that's just the defender
2: the in me just appreciating someone just going for it you know like. yeah but he wasn't going for it he was going over the top <laughs> of it that was the, that was the problem uh the, look, the sound it makes let's
0: um, yeah, i think that was the thing <laughs> as well let's carry on with the uh, australia cup one team uh, that we're hoping for a cup set and got, what's the opposite of a cup set uh, a, uh, a cup cupix cup, 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 cup expectation uh who knows but um <laughs> sterling macedonia got that uh, 8 0 over North Beach.
1: Uh, 2 0, a very dangerous scoreline for th- stealing. Exactly, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, that, <laughs> one of the ones that never
0: gets mentioned. Um, oh, was that
1: 8 0 in the end? Uh, well, it was 8 0 yeah, in the end. They quadrupled it after hitting the most dangerous scoreline. Uh, the, the big one,
0: uh, in terms of NPL teams was Olympic Kingsway and Bayswater. And Olympic Kingsway mm. not getting things going quite yet in the league. I, I have a uh. They have a win now, obviously, but uh, they've got one in the Cup and it's 3-2 over Bayswater. I mean, that maybe is something that can kickstart their season, Josh?
1: Yeah, I think it's really positive for them that they, they've got something. Also playing against an NPL team, you know, you don't have the the thing hanging over you that, oh, you've done it against a team that's in a lower division, but you've still got to go in front up against the teams in the NPL uh, and, and you haven't got that monkey off of your back. But uh, I think they've played some pretty good football. The thing that they've just struggled with a lot this season is that they're now coming up against teams where they can't just dominate the football against them. They've got to have a little bit of extra quality through the middle third in the front third. And I don't think they've shown that enough in games so far. And I don't think they'd admit that. And they've been picked off on the break and they've been chasing games. They had to chase the game against Coburn last week. So winning a game against another NPL team in Bayswater who've gone to the final stages of this competition before we've gone deep in the competition before is going to be uh, really promising and give them a bit of confidence.
0: All right. So not too much else in terms of surprises. Uh, we'll rattle on down the score. Sorrento got the job done. 3-1 over Ashfield. Dimension Coburn winning. Uh, Maddington defeated Quins 4-1. Gosnell's got up over Basselton 3-2. Curtin Uni SC getting a win. That's something we haven't said much on this podcast uh, this season. 3-1 over Balga. Uh, uh, their men's team's doing pretty well. Balcata, four. Yeah, we don't talk about them. That was, that was the joke, <laughs> idiot. Um, sorry, sorry, I just called you an idiot just now. That was very unwarranted. Um, Balcata beating uh, Jindal up four goals to two. Western Knights having a naughty boy and going down one goal to two to Mandurah City. Might be there or thereabouts again. They love a cup run. Uh, Do Mandurah, Swan United getting a 2-0 win over Caramar. No interesting in football, as you know, Josh. Uh, Murdoch <laughs> University, six, South Perth United, one. And I think we're just about at the end of it. Fremantle City, five, Perth Soccer Club, four. Wow. And I think we've spoken about that one. Is that right? On the full-time whistle. So if you want to hear more about that, five, four, slobber knocker
1: in the old WWF vernacular. Yeah, Tommy and Kalichi had the skinny on that one on the yeah, podcast. They will uh, give you all
0: the information you need to know. A uh, quick glance over the women's uh, results. Thank you, producer Kalichi. Uh, and a 3-0 win to Perth Red Star. Now, that's not them at their best, is it, Josh? Uh, I think you'll find uh, that was a forfeit. Result. Ah, I see. <laughs> All right. The only way you can keep Red Star uh, uh, to three goals or less is, uh, is to forfeit. Um, Armidale ladies not having any luck going down by seven. Uh, and I think... We see a lot of the scores we see here uh, kind of reflective of uh, the
1: sort of discrepancy in competitiveness between a lot of sides. Um, and, yeah, I and... was talking to one of the coaches from uh, one of the state league clubs uh, yesterday, and I think he said something like, uh, there's actually never been a cup set in the women's cup. So wow. the moment that it actually happens, it'll be it'll something be- pretty extraordinary. At least not since like the MPL era has but begun. Cup set of all cup sets. Well,
0: we saw UWA Nedlands in the night series. Is that the same side that ran out against Yeah, the NTC? that's the same side. Yes. And, and the NTC put put six past them, which you know by other scores we've seen that UWA Nedlands could
3: be in the uh, the MPL. From what we understand, they had quite a bit of injuries in that game as well. And I think they were down a few players while in the middle of the match as well. So, unlucky for them in that regard.
1: Yeah, they finished with like eight or
3: nine or something like that. Uh, Subiaco
0: NPL the defeated Curtin, who, I don't know, looked like they put in a more spirited performance, going down two goals to nil. Is there any feedback on there or what sort of teams ran out? No? Well, I don't know what happened. I haven't, I haven't checked squatty yet, is it right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, let's not go back into squatty again. We'll have to get Chris Brady <laughs> back on. Uh, Mum FC getting up over the other Subiaco non-NPL side. Four goals to nil. Perth Soccer Club beating Manchester City. Twelve goals to nil. Uh, Fremantle City had a forfeit against Sorrento, so they won by the same scoreline as Perth Red Star won by. And Valcata Etna just uh, doing it easy three-one over Perth AFC as well. So yeah, it's it's never as you say. There's, there's if there's literally never been a cup set,
1: it's it's hard to yeah. It'll be an extraordinary moment when it happens because uh, by by law of averages, at some point it will. It will happen. It, it can't go on forever, but. Yeah, it has to. And, and I think as the standard grows and as the competitiveness grows,
0: and this is something we, we've talked about a lot about how uh, women's football in general, um, the quality of the standard is on the rise year after year because we, we are, and I still don't think we're quite at the point yet where we're getting to see these players come through at 15, 16, 17 years of age who grew up playing football and, you know, going down to at, at lunchtime at, at, at school in primary school, you're out there playing sport, you know, we, back in my day, (laughs) listen to me, um, back in my day, but we had, we had one girl that would run out with us and, and play footy and, and, and a couple that would come
1: out and play, play soccer, football. And I I, I think a lot of the best girls players are still playing in, in boys teams as well for, for the competitive side of things, but we're going to see a larger number of girls enter the sport because we've got, I think for the first time a couple of years ago, maybe last year, they started an under eights league specifically for girls. So you're probably going to see, you know, that weight of numbers, a larger critical mass in terms of junior girls playing the sport. Um, you're, you're also going to see in a couple of years, once promotion relegation is more, uh, more in place between the state league and or women's division one, whatever they're calling it at the moment, and the NPLW, then you're going to see teams and clubs actually invest in, uh, getting to that level before they're, they're actually at the NPL level versus the situation you had when the league started up, where it was eight teams, your NPL teams, and they've got all the power.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd, I'd, it's the, it's only going to improve. It's uh, and and score lines will only get closer, and the standard is only going to go
1: up. And yeah, and there'll be that confidence for teams yeah. like UW to actually invest and entice players to come in, knowing that there's a chance that they if they win the league, then they're going to be pushing for MPL football.
0: Yep, and uh, great segue, Joshua, onto the MPL football uh, in the women's category. We'll just have a quick glance ahead at the uh, fixtures. I think we've got a Friday night. Uh, Mum FC against Curtin. Uh, We've got Freeman taking on Subi, Perth Red Star taking on Balcada. And then the big one, Dorian Gardens, 4 p.m. Sunday. I will hopefully be able to get down there. I'll have a look at the calendar, but this is the one I want to go and watch. The Football Friends Derby. (laughs) Perth Soccer Club. Uh... Pete Rakich's, uh Perth Soccer Club versus Ben Anderton's Hyundai NTC. It's all. It's the best game of the women's calendar. It's always tactically enthralling. The NTC uh, hoodoo. With, yes, and they they do have the edge. Uh, what what are you expecting to see in this one, Josh?
1: Uh, I think that that is a very good shout for game of the round. So we were there uh, last year at that that 3-2 it's, it's game. Not, I'd say you're looking at the other three fixtures, it's not even close. This no, is game that, of the round. And that, 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 that 3-2 game last year, That the first one between Perth and, and NTC, and NTC had been really disappointing in their first couple games and then came out with uh, this tactical... Uh, it, it was a, a show of the promise that those NTC girls had, but it was also the tactical masterclass from Ben Antony. He played Tanika Lala as a false nine and they robbed them of the ball, uh, about a million times throughout the game with, uh, the, the wingers coming inside and putting pressure on the center backs and you, you just wonder what Ben Anderton and, and, uh, vice versa, what Pete Rakic has in store. For... There's so much
0: mind games going on between those
1: two. <laughs>
2: yeah. And
1: they, they know each other so well. They've been in training together back when they were in, uh, at, at Queens Park together, so. They're very good friends, but uh, the, the, the
3: rivalry comes out to play when the teams are playing. Yeah. You reckon, you reckon Rakic has it in him to do a, to do a Guardiola and, and overthink it and play like <laughs> uh, Duncan's in it left back or something like
0: that? I think, yeah. I, I think Pete Rakic is the Pep Guardiola of um, Perth football. Let's just put it that way. Uh, before we move on to part two, we'll cast our loving eyes over the men's fixtures as well. So tell me if there's anything that stands out for you here, gentlemen. Uh, all... 3 p.m. Saturday kickoffs. Olympic Kingsway hosting Perth Soccer Club, Ingwood United at home against Sorrento. Perth Glory likewise against Coburn. Balcatta taking on Red Star. Floriatt and Armadale could be a spicy one. And then we got Sterling Macedonia and Bayswater City. What's uh, what's Kalichis uh, perked up in the corner there?
3: I reckon we go to the Englewood-Sorrento game. Not only is it close to your house, Josh, um, but it's also we get... (laughs) I'm not talking logistics here, Galici. Also, we get a chance to see two teams who have had interesting starts um, and get to see where they kind of sit, where it's an opportunity where if you think that you're better than the mid-table side, you get the result there. And if you feel like, you know, I I just think it's a really good chance for them to both kickstart their seasons a little bit from it being like a little bit bumpy starts as well.
1: I think I think didn't you have a phrase for this last year like a, a piss or get off the pot game?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's when it's closer into the season it's the loser leave town. I don't get it either. Um, it's like when you it's when you do wrestling right and, and it's wrestling. It's I've also from Bill Simmons and it's like hey man if you lose this fight you got to go move somewhere else. It's okay. one of those kind of games. Okay, fair enough. So <laughs> if you lose
0: that one, you're relocating. Sorry, Inglewood and Sereno. I, my my eye is taken by Florida Athena, Armadale. I want to head down to E&D Lidus and see uh, Floriot without Phil Arnold, who had some words for you, Kalichi, after we slammed his – um his uh, can we call it a tackle? <laughs> it wasn't a tackle, <laughs> Phil. Um, But 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 he was saying that maybe the angle – well, he didn't say this mm. specifically, but that the angle of the camera made it maybe look worse –
1: Than it was. Everybody Um, disagrees with their red cards, don't they, (laughs) Colleen? Oh well, well, you never got a red card. But (laughs) what what, what was what was the what was the go with that with Bailey's
3: red card from the week before? Bailey was saying that uh, he knows the goalkeeper for for Red Star, and he was asking for him to pass the ball. And so he graciously and kindly came and passed the ball to him only to find out that uh, it was wasting time. But he was going, it would be wasting even more time if I didn't kick the ball, so I'm not really wasting time. I...
0: I would believe it if it wasn't you, Bailey. Uh, that's, that's what I'll say. It's like you've you've had your hand in the cookie jar enough times that I can't quite buy that one. Um, and likewise, Phil, I've seen you kick enough people to know that that like saying he was trying to take a quick free kick, I was just trying to stop him. Nah, mate, you've you've just kicked him. You've just kicked him. And uh, that. Look, and well, look. We're big Phil fans. We are big Phil fans. We we love we the love Arnold. The love we the love guy. we love the Bailey Brown. We love all of it. Um should throw Montgomery in there as well. Uh to <laughs> to just complete the trifecta. But yeah, without um Phil, without Dennis, uh Armadale reeling a little from the uh the cup set, I think that's a I think that's a tasty one. I think we see we see Du just Snap back to it. Still no Rob Petkov and uh, for a while as someone who's had the, uh, the same surgery that he's uh, yet to uh, undergo Um, it's, it's going to be a while before he's back injury troubles, red card troubles. Can they get up against uh, an Nabadale side that, you know, got got brushed over on the weekend, but we know when they're there
1: to fight, that's it's tough. So yeah. Yeah. They've got Bailey back. They've got Noah back. They were in the goals against Jaguars in the uh, FFA cup. So they they've still got the cattle to do it, but we didn't talk about that. How did, how did they go against the Jags? What was the? Uh... They won three one in uh, what by all accounts was a very competitive game. Jags missed a penalty at two one down, which could have made it tasty with about thirty minutes to go, and uh, Bailey sealed the deal with the free kick. Was in it another corner. was it another Soldera save,
0: or was it just missed?
1: Saved. Uh, oh, saved. Uh, but it wasn't Saldaris. I think it was Gianluca oh, okay. uh, De Felice.
0: Oh, okay. They've got the backup in for that one. The cup
3: goalie is they like to have these days. Um, yeah. It's uh, and also speaking of Saldaris, huge congratulations to him on his wedding as well. So, uh, congrats, Jace.
0: Oh, congrats, mate. Fantastic words. Well, it didn't um, not He must have my address. I didn't get the <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get the invite. That's fine. Um, and uh, the other look, the other one that jumps out off the page. There's Balcata Red Star. Um, Belkata, that, was my,
2: that was my pick.
0: Yeah. Balcata yeah. side that's uh, started the season and upset a lot of uh, people's expectations, mine, uh, included. Um, yeah. What, what are you thinking about this one,
2: Michael? Well, I, I, I mean, Balcata, um, they've struggled the last couple of years, haven't they? So to see them near the, I they think they're fourth, aren't they? So to see them up there with a few wins, um, already in the season. Set piece masters. Yeah. I uh, yeah. <laughs> didn't know that, but, um, but yeah, to, to to face Red Star, who you know only narrowly got past uh, Kingsley um, on the weekend, I think it would be quite interesting to yeah, see where wa- they're where they're at. Where wasted they're at.
0: all their goals on the uh, on the Saturday <laughs> the Saturday before. Uh, yeah, look, it's going to be a huge round of uh, NPL action. We will be back next week to uh, wrap all that up and tell you where it all lies once the dust has settled. Uh, that's been a uh, thoroughly entertaining part one, Josh. You've got another mission to go and run now. What are you What are you off to do? What's your You're leaving us. Secret? I'm going back to my home planet. (laughs) Oh <laughs> Wow. Okay. Further, I thought I thought that was going to end a word earlier, but uh, look, thank you for joining us, Josh. Uh, thank you guys for joining us for part one. We'll be back with part two. Uh, take a quick break while well, we go and take a quick break to go to the Spotify's, go to your podcast platforms, give us a like, give us a rating, give us a subscribe, make sure you hit that follow button. Cause then, you know, when the full time whistle comes out, you know, when the podcast comes out, it'll pop up on your phone and you can just get us right back in your ear holes where we belong. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Well, we're back for part two, and goodbye to the GM of the podcast, as we established in part one. Uh, We still have Michael Hoy with us, though. We still have Kalichi Osunwa, and uh, we're going to dive in to a bit of tasty Premier League action, because the run-in is looking pretty exciting in a few areas, right from the bottom, right to the top. And you know what? Just like the Perth Football Podcast, we started from the bottom, now no, we're, we're here, here, so let's start at the bottom and have a look at this uh, relegation battle, which uh, we, we know Tommy Dolman's not here, and I think we might know why Tommy Dolman's not here after the Perth Football Podcast derby. Uh, it seems so long ago now that uh, Liverpool defeated Leeds by... What's one goal to... What's VI in Roman numerals, Michael? Is that Five? No, That's six. one more. Six. six, yeah, six. I don't know why I write down all the scores in Roman numerals when I can't <laughs> read it. But Liverpool won leads six, uh, and that was a pretty big uh, blow. They've gone on to uh, lose to Fulham by two goals to one as well. Uh, Leeds are in a real tough there. Can you guys see them staying up?
2: Uh, I don't know. It's, it's real tough when you look at all those sides down there. I personally don't think they'll they'll survive um I think they're 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 so used to the way that Marsh has got them set up that it's just too it's too much of a change for them to get um, into the new swing of things and yeah, yeah I think too, it's, it's too very too ha- late. very hard to go from that yeah. play
0: style to like what you kind of need in a relegation battle which is dig in defend. Uh, stay tight, not concede goals and eke out points where you can, uh, just, yeah, they're, just, they're a team
3: that's been built on chaos football. And to now try to be more structured. Correct, is pretty correct.
0: difficult. So, and, and that was what something I was saying to you, right? Kalichi, when we talked about that game was, I don't think I've seen a team in a long, long time worse in, so there's, there's phases of football, right? There's phases where you're on the front foot, the other team gets the ball and there's a counter attack. Uh, then there's that phase, which is the sort of modern and pressing uh, which is not, not so much modern because Barcelona was was the big team uh, in the early 2000s with that sort of six-second rule. And maybe they didn't coin that, but it was basically like that first six seconds where they're out of possession is all about just getting possession back. And, and this Liverpool team at their best are very much like that. And then Leeds are probably the worst team, one of the worst teams I've ever seen in that second phase where you've won the ball back and then you've lost it. There is just space everywhere. It's like they, we've got the
3: ball, boys. Let's go! And then there are holes everywhere, and I, that it's, has it's to the change. Second the second transition. And and it's up. so tough. And just to, to go back to the six-second thing, that's it was taken after the Mike D'Antoni. Um, Phoenix Suns, um, whose whole objective was to score. That's for the NBA, or... ladies and gentlemen. If you if you don't know the the Phoenix Suns,
0: um, but we'll, we'll look. Let's let's go. Look, they've, the... they've got a crucial fixture. Their next game is against Leicester City. Well, well let's go through it. So I was going to look at the the table. Southampton, rock bottom. Very very hard to see them getting up because you need basically to probably win at least two games out of your last six. And then need other teams to drop points, which is the easy part because everyone's dropping points down there. But they're, they're in trouble. They've got six games to play. And look, right the way up to Wolves in 14th, everyone's played 32 games. So Southampton are on 24 points. Nottingham Forest are three points above them on 27. Then is where it gets really interesting. So you've got Everton and Leicester City both on 28. Leicester ahead on goal difference and Leeds a point ahead. So... Between Leeds and Nottingham Forest, there are currently two points. So at Leeds, Leicester, Everton and Forest, it feels like two are going down. Bournemouth look like they're clear because they're four points further ahead on 33. So they could possibly not win a game for the rest of the season with how bad the the sides below them are and, and still stay up on 33, which I think is crazy. Um... But I, I don't know. I'll throw it around the table. Who's, who are the
3: three picks out of those three? Who do we think's going down? Oh, give, me the, give me the three one more time because I was just looking at the fixtures. I was looking at Southampton's fixtures, and, like, they play Bournemouth. I'm pretty sure they play Nottingham Forest as well. Yeah, but they've won six games out of 32. Yeah, but you just need to win two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, but they've won six games out of 32. Now they need to win two in six. That's uh, it, it, you've got to change. But they're the nat-
3: also they're also played teams that have won like eight and thirty-two. <laughs> like
0: something's got to give, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, um. I, I, no, so, I, so the I so, think, so the four Saints teams. Are down. I, I think Saints are down. So the four teams out. Well, I, th- I think Saints are down. Do we agree? Saints are down. I
2: th- I've been picking them for the last few years to go down. I think that's yeah. clinging <laughs> on. <off>. And now. Finally, <laughs> you've been yeah, proven right. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> so Sa- we'll say Saints are down, and then you've got Leeds twenty-nine, Leicester and Everton twenty-eight, Nottingham twenty-seven. So out of Leeds, Leicester, Everton, and Nottingham, you've got to pick two.
2: I th- I think Everton have you seen their fixtures? Oh they it's, are. It's ridiculous. Atrophic. Newcastle, Leicester, Brighton, City, Wolves and then Bournemouth. Oh. So it's like it's, it's yeah. Maybe win three of those. Like there's there's a chance of There, there is one, a chance
0: Martin, there is a chance of a of a final day uh, relegation decider between Everton and Bournemouth, but um Everton I mean Everton picked up a really big point on the weekend I think against Crystal Palace. I think that's something that uh, you know, they, they dropped down into the relegation zone with that draw, but points are so hard to come by that I think they would have looked at Crystal Palace and thought, we're probably not getting anything out of this. And to get a point, I think it's huge. At, like, Sean Dyche has come in, he's refreshed things a little bit in the in the only way that Sean Dyche can refresh things, which is by, you know, getting his team to be solid and compact. And and, and I think where they have the edges is, is what you said, Michael, about Leeds, they they don't have the ability, I think, to go solid and compact and, and get points out of nil-nils just like Everton did. And that's what a Sean Dyche team is going to do. So he's going to get you a point here, a point there. That might be Everton's saving grace. I'm going to say it will be Everton's saving grace. I think. I even, don't
3: want him to go down.
0: Uh, neither do I. Now As that it, I look at it, I'm like, want, I, I want, I want, I, want I want the three points I want the free six <laughs> points. Six <laughs> points, Galicia. We've him twice. Four. It's four. I want the three points every year. But, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Leicester... Will probably have
3: seemed to have a bit of a new manager bounce. They obviously won at the weekend. I think Leicester will stay up because they actually have people who can score goals, like they with, with Vardy, with Inatcho, with very Madison, handy in football with, to have.
0: Yeah, guys can score goals. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, well, let's go then. So, so you're saying Leicester is staying up?
2: I think I think Forrest will go down to Hampton, and then
0: and one Leeds. other, Leeds and Leeds. Leeds. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I, I did say Everton, but they've got a tough run, but. Like you said, they've got Daesh there. I think I, I can't remember where I heard it, but the first uh, training session he came in, he um he told them all to put their shin pads on for training. Just that kind of like mentality, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. Um, and I, you know, you probably and he made them I do the peak test as well. In, yeah, yeah. So I think that kind of mentality might hold him in good stead, but it's a tough run. Well, we'll we'll move further up the table, We're into mid-table. Uh, I, well, I
0: look, I, I don't know. Is that a consensus? Are we saying Southampton, Nottingham Forest, and Leeds are probably the three?
2: Yeah, I mean, most look, likely. If I'm honest, I haven't really looked that far down the table this year. So yeah, well, oh, you you wouldn't stop. have had to.
0: But uh, it's been a while since you've stop been it. Uh, the the <laughs> giddying heights. you at. We'll get to it. Calm down. <laughs> Just calm down. So uh, mid table is uh, sort of your regular, your regular old customers that you expect to be in mid table: Crystal Palace, West Ham, Wolves, Brentford, Chelsea. Um, those sort of <laughs> garbage middling teams. Um, we'll get to the top eight uh, in a minute, but uh, we, we've been having a bit of a laugh at Chelsea, and I'm sure as an Arsenal fan you can join us in on this. Can you explain to us why get the? Can you get the beep ready? Which one's the beep? There oh, that's go. the one. Okay, so <laughs> what the are they doing getting Lampard back?
2: Yeah. What
0: sort of decision is that? There is not a coach out. There's not an actual manager out there. They get back the guy that stunk up the place at Chelsea. And allegedly,
3: allegedly Luis Enrique was keen on the job. was like, yeah, give me a now. Give me, give me a now. I've got a free head until the end of the season. But they were like, oh no. Well, we're not about speculation
0: and allegedly, Kalichi. So we don't know, but surely there's someone better than Lampard.
2: Oh, there definitely is. Um, I mean, Lampard's probably just a little bit of a yes man, isn't he? You know, just, uh, I don't know. He he saw Ted Lasso there as the as the <laughs> owner, and yeah, I don't know. He just saw an opportunity to get back into working. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's just, just he's,
0: wild. I
3: think he's won four games in twenty eight.
0: Like like yeah. Ke- and I talk talk a lot about like despite the billions that have been pumped into Manchester City, you you can give a lot of people around the world the pick of every single player in the world. They can pick their first fifteen players. To actually get them to go out and win year after year after year and win trophy after, trophy after trophy after trophy is still not easy because every game is competitive. You need to manage egos. You need to manage systems. You need to do so much as a manager. And so what, what Pep's done is, d- despite no matter what you th- might think about the billions, no matter what you say
3: about the unfair and, and it's at 92 points a season yeah, as well, it's, yeah, which it's, is like, like Fergie didn't travel at 92 points a season. It's, it's absolutely
0: incredible. And then you look at the likes of PSG. That can go out and spend billions. I think you said the other t- day to me, Kalichi, <laughs> off air. Um, they've kind of got all the worst parts of Real Madrid and none of, success, none of the success. Which is, you know, they've they've just they're just the billionaire team in a league that they win every season. They do nothing else anywhere. They've got else. the fans
3: who hate them. Yeah, the fans who are, who are pricks. But you don't have the the prestige and the fact that you're like, oh, it's Real Madrid away in the Champions League semi final. We're screwed. And and <laughs> you and you look at Chelsea, who
0: have had now even more millions and millions pumped into them, player after player after player.
3: They had they and, had to they had to increase they had to build a new changing room because they didn't I've have I've enough heard
0: room this. they didn't have room for <laughs> all the players to yeah, warm up it's it's <laughs> is it's that tr- is that wild tr- that's not
2: true it's, it's really wow true, yeah
0: it is absolutely wild what is going on there they've spent so much money on just haphazard it's like some random Americans taken them over and just thought he was playing football manager yeah. I don't know whether that's what happened or not but <laughs> that's what it seems like
2: but you know it's like it's like a you know your mum goes down to the store and it's... Th- well, I
0: like where this is going.
2: <laughs> there's uh, the apples on sale for, you know, a pound each or whatever the hell it is. And then they're usually three pounds. She comes in and goes, I bought three, four bags mm-hmm. worth of apples. And you're like, I'm not going to eat all that. You know, like, you know, like there's, there's too, too many apples there and some are going to go rotten. You know, you're only going to eat... You, you can only use 11 of them, you yeah. know, whatever. So- I,
0: I, thought you was, I thought you were going to go with the angle of like, <laughs> she she would see like the premium apples for like $4 an apple and think those are the ones i'm
3: going for well
2: it because, could go, uh, yeah i mean that could work too i uh, think i thought
3: we've going to go down the balatelli where he goes out shopping <laughs> for like some stuff and he comes back like, with a trampoline and a vespa <laughs> and a fireworks yeah. and stuff yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, speaking of mums, hi mum. I hope you hope you're well. I'll
0: probably speak to you soon. Um, we, we'll continue on. We've we've bashed on Chelsea enough. Uh, there's not too much else to talk about. And that West Ham look like they've just Josh Josh has just left us, but they've just dug themselves out of that little hole. They looked like they were in a bit of a relegation struggle, and now they've started playing some good football. Right in time to play uh, Liverpool and ruin their. Top four dreams midweek, but uh, we'll we'll get on to them as we move further up the table. We've got Brentford in 10th. They are the first team in the top half. Uh, Fulham just above them. Fantastic season for them. Brighton um, for the four points up on 49 and then one point ahead of Brighton, which is where we probably wanted to be at the start of the season. Uh, Liverpool Football Club, which brings us to the question of uh, Liverpool making the top four. Now, this is where we will spend most of the time, just give me a second, Kalichi, laughing at Tottenham Hotspur. Yes. uh, Can we set the scene, please? Because I was saying to, like, Kalichi was looking at the fixtures. For some reason, I had in my head there were 36 games in the season because my maths is terrible. (laughs) Um, But... He, Kalichi reminded me. No, we've still got seven games after Forest, and like, can you can you tell me that we're going to beat Forest? And I, I said, I honestly, we couldn't. We couldn't. honestly, we like, we we're like, we're like, we're <laughs> like, we're weren't guaranteeing a win against Forest. Thank, thankfully, we got up three goals to two against Forest on the weekend. It was a, it was an entertaining game. It was a fun game of football to watch. And when you're kind of not really. You know, watching for anything, it's an outside chance of making top four. You can enjoy those games a lot more than I'm sure you've been enjoying the last couple of (laughs) Arsenal games. But again, well, not really. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, can Liverpool make the top four? The one thing I said to Kalici weeks ago is if we finish above Newcastle, we finish in fourth because you can just rule Tottenham out. You just, if it gets to the end of the season and Tottenham are playing for something, you can rule them out. We saw. When Leicester City won the Premier League, there was a neck-and-neck race between Leicester City and Tottenham. It was a long time ago. Cast your mind back.
3: <laughs> Tottenham, in that
0: two-horse race, Tottenham finished third. <laughs> that, that, is, that is the team we're talking about. And I said, and Kalichi was saying, yeah, but if Tottenham just can do one against Newcastle, and I said, Tottenham, without a manager, uh, in an important time of the season, there is absolutely no way. And then uh, I'll let you read out the message that I sent to you. Uh, 61 seconds uh, into the uh, top- and then and then as Picasso I'm in,
3: as I'm unwinding after a, a long day covering football playing football really tired went and got myself my nice martial chef meal sitting there put some hot chili sauce on it I get a notification and it's an image and then it says you can barely trust them for a minute and it says <laughs> goal. Newcastle one, Tottenham Hotspurs nil. Jacob Murphy one minute and one second, and Newcastle <laughs> lead. <laughs> and I what? was like, I was like, sorry, what? And the next thing, but you what know, happened after the next twenty minutes? No, no, no. Four minutes later, I'm like, mate, it's three
0: question mark. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'd switched off by then. We were watching Daredevil, which is a. Have you guys watched Daredevil? Yeah, and, I have. What are you a that, fan? Is that are the you
2: The movie or the show? Oh, the show. Yeah, the show was good. Yeah, yeah. very
0: yeah, very good. I'm very impressed. A lot of gore.
2: It, it's some, there's some great uh, fight scenes.
0: Gotcha. How but but how does so digressing slightly here as we like to do? How does a man look at a uh, at a spike and impale his head on that spike? So so much just just because he wanted to, that he decided that was the end of his <laughs> his run. Um, so that the spike goes through his mouth, out the back of his head, and he get this is like a meter long spike.
3: It's a lot of force, man.
0: That to 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 you break have, your skull. And you'd have to, to be
3: running. Like no, he just stood there and headbutted it. Continuously, it's ridiculous.
0: No, just once, just once. Boom, straight through. He was dead. But well, you know, it's you know, it's fiction, right? Oh, <laughs> right. Just yeah, but I, I mean, it's I, not I, a real daredevil. Sure, take fiction up to a certain. Someone tells point. them where to stay. There was also there was also a scene where the uh, kidnappers that were kidnapping a woman kidnapped her. Spoiler, and, spoiler and, alert! And bundled her into first season. So bundled <laughs> her into a taxi that their company owned, and then took her back to the warehouse where those taxis were. I was like. Guys, unmarked cars. There's, there's a reason for unmarked cars. Anyway, let's move. Where were we up to? We we're up to.
2: Oh, Tottenham,
0: to, to we we were laughing at Tottenham. There is no the Tottenham are the only team that can take us on this kind of tangent. So I'd switched off watching Daredevil, and Kaliche says it's three, and I'm like, there's no way it's three already. And then I go, and then I go to BBC uh, live scores and refresh, and it's four. <laughs> After 21 minutes, they're 5-0 down. They end up losing 6-1 because Newcastle probably think, hey, we've got bigger fish to fry than this slot. But Kalichi
3: wanted it to be 10. <laughs> I was like, At that stage, look, 5-0 in 25 minutes, just make it 10. Like yeah. you've, you've got to do something exceptional. You want to make this properly historical. Okay. And we say this despite the fact that we play Tottenham on if, Sunday. If you're Harry I Kane, can't.
2: though, after seeing that performance, do you just go, probably about time I actually leave, like... Oh, I, I think just, so. I don't know how he's still there. Where does he go? You you've talked United. I,
0: anywhere. Yeah, United's a great shout. I think he could go. can't You're, go to can't go to Real Madrid, could possibly go to Barcelona.
3: Could go to Harry Kane, Bayern Munich. From from the from the very few minutes that I got to like go into the mind of Harry Kane in the Amazon documentary. I and mean, he can barely speak English, so I don't back. Yeah, do that, it. that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> like, 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 hablo español, Harry. See, sí, yeah, see, sí, yeah.
0: yeah. Do the David Moyes. If have you have you seen the David Moyes clip of when he was at uh, was at Valencia?
2: Uh, no, I remember the Joey Barton one. Real Sociedad. Oh, Sociedad. That's right.
0: Oh, it was, um, what's his name? Gary Neville Gary that was at Valencia. <laughs> no, but when David Moyes was at Real Sociedad and, uh, they were, they, he was trying to show off his, um, his Spanish basically that he was learning. Uh, oh yeah. In, like, yeah I vaguely remember. One of the early press conferences and they, they were like, they asked him a question and about if like what he was thinking about the team and he's like, oh, uh, well, uh, I don't know. I've, I've been down to training, uh, uh, uh. Those <laughs> three, uh, cuatro uh, times, <laughs> and uh, <I> as like, <laughs> like he literally took a press conference to show off that he could count to four in Spanish. <laughs> Any idiot can count to four in Spanish. If anyone's listened to The Offspring, uh, pretty fly for a white guy. Everyone can count to, uh, to five in <laughs> Spanish. Uh, but uh, what y- your point about about making it a record breaking thing? And I think this is where Newcastle were obviously just like guys foot off the gas because I've only just looked at the goal difference here in that uh, top four battle and Newcastle in third are on plus 29 Uh, Manchester United behind them on fourth are on nine Tottenham are on plus seven Aston Villa are on plus four you have to then go down to Liverpool in eighth for the first team with a respectable goal difference courtesy of a couple of nine nils and thank you Manchester United seven nil (laughs) thumpings on 21 but Guys, it is that they are so far ahead on goal difference that potentially Liverpool would be the only team that they could, you know, go out of the top four on goal difference. So they probably just said that that's enough, and to be able to just go twenty one minutes in, guys, that's enough. Cue in the rack. Is it has to be Spurs? It just has to be Spurs every time. Oh, there would be nothing. Can you can you imagine the alternate the alternate universe where for whatever reason you you grew up as a Spurs fan?
2: Uh, you know, you know, Doctor Strange would have calculated every possible scenario and that doesn't exist where Spurs win been the title I swear.
0: How good's this guy with the throwback? <laughs> He's gone back to, back,
3: back to the Marvel uh, universe uh, That's fantastic. I, I just kept thinking about it as like a, um like you're playing Street Fighter and someone's using like Guile or someone like that who's just a counterpuncher. puncher. all the way. And, and like you just come in close and just get jabbed and you come <laughs> back out and just get jabbed and you just decide you know what I'm just going to let the time run out here so I don't get jabbed anymore
0: <laughs> What was your Street Fighter character? I was more of a Mortal Kombat guy. Okay, well, yeah. go on then, please. Right, it had to be Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero. Oh, I was yeah. a scorpion man. Yeah. yeah, well.
3: Get over here, you know? Okay. All that sort of stuff. I liked all of them except for the guy who punched people in the end scene. What do you mean? Who's that? The guy who just comes down low and he punches you. in the Johnny Cage? <laughs> Some
0: shameful yeah, stuff. Yeah, he likes he liked the load. Shameful, blow. Loved shameful the low stuff, blow did Johnny. It's impressive um, to get down there and. Yeah, as I was saying, but, you can't but,
3: just fight. <laughs> you you, you, you got to go with the unhanded
0: shenanigans to fight. Kaliji, let me get back on track here. As I was saying, uh, I was always a blanker uh, name in in Street Fighter, which I just loved. The just turtling down, getting electric, <laughs> and anyone that didn't know how to play the game could, couldn't. They didn't know what attacks could get through it. So you just electric, electric, electric. Do that little electric ball. You win every game, but only against chumps. Um, it kind of reminds me of our first game of FIFA when you just beat up on me with a Delta wrapped because um, I didn't know so what good. I was doing. Um, so good, yeah. <laughs> no QPR sense. in the championship versus Liverpool and Delta <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah. And I thought I played FIFA back then. That was that was the start of my <laughs> journey and probably what brought us together, Michael. As we as we talked about earlier, um,
2: I can't play it anymore. It's it's atrocious to play these days. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I
3: feel like Grandpa Simpson when I look yeah. at Sim- well, it's FIFA now. I was like, oh, I used to be with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not anymore. Uh,
0: So, okay, we'll get to the title race in a second, but what's our top four pick? Uh, It looks at this stage like the top four is set. Um, I think... It would
3: have to be a monumental choke job.
0: I think Liverpool are the only team outside of the top four that can maybe crack Newcastle uh, at this stage. So Manchester United and Newcastle both on 59 points. Liverpool are nine points back, um, and Manchester United have a game in hand. So nine points back with seven games to go. I
3: would look at Brighton, but I think they just have too many games in such a short amount of time.
0: I, I agree. So they actually have two two games in hand on on Liverpool and Newcastle. So they they should really be in the conversation here because if they win their next two, they're on fifty five. They're four points well, behind Newcastle. Yeah, well, I was
2: just going to throw in Villa. So Villa is like, I think they since uh, Emery took over they're the third highest yeah. performing team. Um, yeah, it's not a bad shout. But they've got they've got United. Spurs, Liverpool, and Brighton.
0: But yeah. that does that not help them, having United and Spurs? Because then it's in your hands.
2: Yeah, that, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe with them playing so well under Emery, maybe they they do have a bit of a sniff to sneak fourth spot.
0: Jeez, that's a big shift. So, Michael always uh, come uh, on and said Arsenal will finish first, Manchester City second, uh, Newcastle <laughs> third, and
3: Aston Villa. I don't remember you fourth. were talking about that. The Arsenal.
0: I uh, will get to. I'm doing the, you know, the the, the Doctor, Doctor Strange time yeah. bending thing. So uh, I, I know what's coming. Um, actually, I, I, <laughs> I, I'm very interested to find out um, whether he still thinks his team, who are five points clear on top, I guess we'll go through to that because look, I I, I don't think any of us. Will, the odds games will say two games extra. The odds will say the top four is the top four, right? I don't think anyone's going to suggest that United or Newcastle could could choke it away. They would need Liverpool probably to win every game or Villa to win every game. Uh, No? Are we saying that's the top four? That's our pick?
3: I can uh, do something really dorky and get the 538 percentages if you'd like. (laughs) Uh, Sure, why not? While
0: we we move on, get get those up because I'm going to throw to Michael now to talk about the big topic of the podcast, why the people are listening, why we're all here, Arsenal versus Manchester City. It was... Two or three weeks ago, I think almost in the bag mm. when Arsenal went to Anfield and stunned the hosts, two goals up early in the first half. And then for, I said to Kalichi last week and I, well, I said it after the game that it really, it really pissed me off that the best, probably 50 sorry, minutes. Of, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> 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 uh, <it's, laughs> we'll just get the explicit tag on Spotify. It's fine. Um. It really annoyed me that fifty, the best fifty minutes of football I think we've played all season, was that last fifty minutes against Arsenal, where we probably should have won the game in the end and just ran over the top of the top team in the league, like we'd seen us do, you know, for those last few seasons and, and when we we're at our absolute best. And it was all just the, the point didn't really help us. The point didn't really help you. It was all just to benefit Manchester City. But that looked like the beginning of the unravelling, and then the exact same thing happened at West Ham. And I, I, I'll I stop talking our, and throw it I don't it think to our form, though,
2: though, since the start of the year has been all that great since the return of the World Cup. Uh, sorry, since after the World Cup. So, uh, yeah, I don't think it's necessarily a surprise. Um, but, you know, you'd think, you'd think that with maybe not Liverpool, but at least West Ham and Southampton, we really should have been getting six points there. Um,
3: I think 2-0 up against Liverpool, you, yeah, you and, should
2: be getting three uh, points. I also
3: think 2-0 up against West Ham.
2: Yeah, two 0 up against. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, um, the Liverpool one I I can kind of understand Liverpool. They're always, especially this year. I don't know what to expect from them. Yeah. Um. There. Yeah. But. Uh, and
3: and to be fair, Arsenal do have a thing about Anfield where it's like. Yeah, we,
2: we haven't had team. a good record there, have we? So. Um, yeah, and 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 throwing the fact that we do have a young, we have the youngest team in the Premier League as well, who probably haven't should be fit then. <laughs> but it's all about the mental strength, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's I not, really think it is at this point of the yeah, season. you're right. Um, you you look at City; they've got so much depth. They can rotate. They, they rotate their team for the FA Cup. You know, like they're going to still go into it this game on Thursday relatively fresh. Um, yeah, it's f- it's in our hands technically at the moment as well. We if we get three points at at the Etihad. Which is
0: slightly worse now, isn't it? Because before that West Ham game, the draw was in your favor. Mm. You could get the draw and win. Now, yeah, now you have to to basically win there and win out because uh, as, as, Liverpool fans who have had the experience of being in title races with Manchester City, you cannot bank on them dropping points well, like it is not fun man you, you it's you, like the
2: Terminator right just, just every game chasing you switch
0: you. on every game go- like if you if you switch on a game you get you your up to sport on <laughs> flick it to your chromecast, hit play by the time that screen's loaded up, they're one nil up like it's you, it's it's crazy. they go into games they get the early goal and then they just shut down and they destroy teams and
2: yeah <laughs> it's like, like they enjoy the chase though. Especially with that Liverpool season when you somehow didn't win it, it's just it's like they just they feed off it. And I reckon maybe if we were chasing them this whole time, we might we might have actually, you know, caught up to them at this late stage and actually, you know, I mean, obviously we still haven't lost it's, it honestly, yet. Man, but what, still, do, what do you think, Kaliche? Is a
3: man who loves the chase?
2: It's <laughs>
3: <laughs> factually incorrect. Um, it's 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 crazy, man. Because there was there was one year where I'm pretty sure Liverpool won um, the last end of the eleven games. And I think the 11th game was like a draw earlier in the end. And then we yeah. won 10 in a row. 10 out of – like, yeah, it was – Won 10 in a row and City just won 12 in a row. Yeah. Like, 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 what do you – What do you do? <laughs> what, what do you do to say that? Like, And so then the, the, everyone was, oh, you, you bottled the league when you played them at their ground. It's like, we've won 10 in a row. Like, yeah. And then you had to go and start the next season and win 19 in a row and then go on a 29-game winning run to then be able to be like, all right, we've won the league. <laughs> Which is – which is cra- like, you, you, you really have to, I think this doesn't get said enough. I think you really have to appreciate what City have been doing. And then when you appreciate how good they have been, then you can appreciate the fact that Liverpool have prevented it being in uh, five wins in a row. Maybe then, you, Arsenal. Then, then you can appreciate the fact that Arsenal with this young side are actually doing what they're doing because it's it's actually phenomenal. It's phenomenal to be that hungry, that persistent, and to be getting literally like you're going to have to go at a 95-point pace Every single year to go, we're going to have a chance at the league, and you might you might get ninety seven points and not win the league.
2: Yeah, it'll be interesting though once once yeah, Pep, imagine once Pep finally leaves City if he ever does, it'll be interesting to see how they they cope with that because oh, they'll
0: bury him there. They'll just they'll put him on a <laughs> leash and not oh. let him go. I reckon he's he's
3: what he's done there is phenomenal, as, as you're saying. It's, it's... Uh, but again, even even before Pep as well, right? Like. Pellegrino won the league. Mm. Manchester won the league as well. I remember mm. speaking to, to Neil about this, being like, Yeah, th- yeah. At, at this rate, because of the owners, because of the infrastructure, you guys might be here forever. And he said, Yeah, we heard the same thing about Manchester. We heard the same thing about Liverpool. I was like, Ah, buddy, this is completely different. Yeah.
2: yeah. And, and that, so. Or well, maybe it's Newcastle challenging, though, in, yeah. the, in the next five years. The, the
0: other thing is you look at uh, that City Arsenal game and you think, Well, if City, when it's done, yeah, that's it's toast, right? If, if it's a draw. They only need to slip up once. If Arsenal win out, still very much in their hands. But if Arsenal win, you still feel like it's slightly City favoured now. That's that's the because of the fact they've dropped points now. At Liverpool, West Ham, Southampton. It does feel like it's going off the rails. And and in a way, it's probably the perfect time to be playing them to say like, this is our chance to just put our marker down and say, hey, we're still here. Mm. Yeah. Do you take a draw?
2: I think. You obviously want the win, but if you get a draw at the Etihad, it's, it's hard not to be too disappointed with that. And then, and you, then hopefully they and then drop then points. You need then, then you what need to drop two nil up. Mm, well, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, the, advan- the advantage that you do have is that, well, yeah, I think, I think you, probably, you probably do take a draw at 2-0 up even, the way that you've yeah. been surrendering those 2-0 leads. But the one thing that is in their advantage is, is the fact that City do have all these games to go. We're looking at this in a sense of uh, if Arsenal get that draw they would still be five points separated them, which means if City win their two games in hand and then their next five, then they can't be beaten. But they would still need to win. And as much as we've seen them do it before, winning seven games, eight games, nine, ten games in a row in the Premier League is not something that should be taken for granted. Yeah, and they're playing Real Madrid
3: twice as well.
2: Exactly. Correct. I mean, it and depends what they want more. You know, they they Pep definitely answered. Greedy. Definitely. They definitely want, well... But they definitely want the Champions League. Pep wants
0: the one that all their fans go out and boo the anthem before <laughs> the game. So they, I think they both want different things. But they, yeah, He think... just
3: wants <laughs> Julie Roberts to pay him attention. That's all he wants. <laughs> is that
0: it? Is that all he wants? That's all he wants. He's probably not the only man in the world that wants that. They're, you want the percentages? Or they're running. It? We'll show us the their percentages in a second. But the other thing that really goes in Man City's favor is their running is not very difficult. You'd have to say after Arsenal, they have Fulham, reasonably tough. West Ham at home. Again, just sort of mid table teams. They have Leeds, they have Everton, uh, they have Chelsea, uh, and then they have Brighton-Brentford. So they have They did lose to Brentford in the early in the year. They did,
3: I remember so that. Ivan Tony was, I was, was
0: with the late goal. Fingers crossed.
3: Hearing all that, and I was thinking, all right, so it's Brightford and Brentford
0: that your all your hopes are <laughs> yeah. on. Brightford and Brenton. They are they are <laughs> yeah, but it is though, isn't it? It's it's those two teams. Uh I don't know how how are you feeling Are you feeling confident? Do you think there is still a chance? Are you just enjoying the fact that you're up
2: there at the top again
0: uh, it's it's been a while since I've been in the title race
2: yeah it's definitely it's definitely good just to be competing and 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 challenging um and being able to laugh at all my Liverpool friends and stuff who you know right,
0: let's keep laughing at spurs don't laugh at us. <laughs> I've had the listen to it for so many Yeah, minutes. but You've had. Now they're quiet again. No, you've, that, had, uh, you've had the wrong Liverpool friends because we are well and truly on Arsenal's side here. We are absolutely cheering you on every step of the way. There'd I be think nothing I would like to see. Most more. people
2: who aren't a City fan are, aren't they? Apart from your mates. Apart from Spurs, yeah. But. Oh, and my Liverpool. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you just got the wrong mates. Just come and hang out with us every Monday night, mate. It's been an absolute uh, pleasure to have you here. But, yeah. To
2: yeah sum, sum it up. Look, I think we. I th- I think it's possible. I think we can do it if we go in with the right mindset and not use all that emotion like we did kind of, um, during the last couple of weeks. But, um, yeah, I think we can do it. I think it's unlikely, but, uh, it's just, you know, happy to be at the top for once. (laughs) So the uh,
0: official quote from Michael Hoy is, so you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. chance." Anything else you want to uh, say to the people uh, before we head off, Michael?
2: Uh, no, it's just, uh, it's been good to come on the show and. Yeah, yeah, it's um, been an absolute pleasure. Kalichi
0: is now going to take us out with those uh, 538 odds, the percentage chance,
3: I'm guessing, of top four. Give us all of it. Give us the top four in the title. All right, so the top four. Villa have a less than 1% chance. Tottenham have a 2% chance. Liverpool, wrong. That's already wrong. Flip <laughs> those. Liverpool have a 10% chance. Brighton, 17%. Newcastle, 86 Manchester United, 85 Uh Arsenal, 99% chance of making the Champions League.
0: Okay, that's very
3: uh, good. Man City, greater than 99%. Sorry, Arsenal and Man City both have greater than 99% chance. Okay. To win the league, yes. less than 1% chance. Brighton, less than 1% chance. Newcastle, less than 1% don't chance. I don't think we need to go down this far. Manchester <laughs> this United. The There's 0% these, chance these, of anyone but these are, the top, so. These are all the numbers that are there, Sean. Arsenal to win the league, 24% I don't, I don't remember chance. asking for all the numbers, Michael. Do you remember me saying that? Uh, look, it's interesting. 24% chance. For uh, Arsenal? For Arsenal. That and sounds about right. And for City, seventy six percent. That sounds a You've got
0: to flip a coin twice and it's got to come up heads both times.
2: Yeah, I'm just worried about Rob Holding and and uh Gabrielle against Haaland, but
0: mm, Yes.
2: Yes. That is uh going to be interesting, but make... although I don't think Holding's played that bad, and I think people are very harsh on him. But
0: yeah, well and then you've just come in and slaughtered him as the <laughs> the one player you
3: wanted to single out on the pitch. Will Jacob
2: be back for that game?
3: Because I I need, I need my I usual would, get just, booked any moment. Commit a foul and get booked any moment. He was just
2: sick, wasn't he? I think he was just sick, so he should be. Should be. Well, yeah, it would be better than um, Vieira.
3: All right.
0: We got a uh, better than having Patrick Vieira. Well,
2: you know, the other one.
0: Okay. A right. little Harry Potter lookalike <laughs> one. <laughs> okay. Uh, with that, that is the end of our time on the Perth Football Podcast. Michael, thank you so much for joining us. Say hi to your friends or family, anyone in particular. Who's your favorite?
2: Oof. I don't like any of them, to be honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Say goodbye to yours.
0: Bye, Mum. Bye, Dad. Bye, little brothers. You couldn't possibly choose between all of mine. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening to the Perth Football Podcast. We'll be back next week. Same time, same channel. See you then. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Ha, ha, ha.